part one, and uh, I'm just glad to have Brother Sean Wick back here again. Another Butter TV. I see we live. Um, got Jabari A. Jones here. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to um, to have a conversation. Absolutely, gentlemen. I appreciate y'all giving me the invite. I'm happy to do it, and you know whatever. I can do to help out or assist or be of yeah. service. I'm, I'm willing to do it. Jabbar, where we at right now? We are off of La Vista Road in Atlanta, Georgia. This is my law office. I practice criminal defense mostly. Um, a little bit of auto accidents, but mainly criminal defense. So mm -hmm. we are at the office right now. Yeah. Yep. So, hey, uh, must I let everybody know who's uh, looking through this lens that the ambiance is. Uh, very powerful in here, man. You know what I mean? As soon as I walked in, I uh, met him outside of your work area. But the first thing I had to do was tell you again, man, uh, ups and, <clears throat> and big, big ups. Because when you walk in here, it shows hard work, dedication, and, and power. I appreciate that. So I appreciate that, brother. Thank, thank you. Uh, the ambiance of a professional. Yeah, and I think that I think that all they of us seen all the blue and navy and the color more, <laughs> more, more like power, but yeah, yeah. yeah. professional power. That's what we going for. Yeah, that's what we going for. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Line. Yeah. So 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 Sean Wick. Obviously, everybody that's watching, y'all know Sean Wick. Y'all know what he do. You know what he about. Uh, firearms mentor. Um, you advocate of you know set the Second Amendment. Hey man, shout out to the two-way community mm -hmm. and everybody who's doing it in a safe manner, man. Let's each one teach one. Safety. That's that's absolutely what 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 brought me to you. That you know, I mean, I could say that a lot of people in the state of Georgia are gun owners, and I was doing a little research, and mm -hmm. I, and I and I realized that you know the United States is the leading country uh, with with. Uh, Gun owners. More guns than people. More, more guns um, than people. Yeah. And you know why? Because yeah. we built up the industry. And mm -hmm. that's that whole yeah. America's built up it. Mm -hmm. The wars. And that's right. It gets very deep, 1900s. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to go way back when it comes to America and, and, and mm -hmm. firearms and the reason and why. And right. behind it, and of course, it goes back to even before that when it was, you know, slingshots, bro. You have to have it to be able to hunt. See, I tell people all the time. That grocery store lock up. Mm -hmm. How you gonna go get that deal? You ain't chasing. <laughs> you can't jump on it. Like, right. I, I'm gonna be sitting back eating on mine while you out there trying to jump on apples. Eat some good business, huh? Without without that uh that firepower, without that firearm, without that rifle, um, and without the training to learn how to aim to even better hit that, you won't yeah. get it. Your family won't survive. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's yeah. deep. Yeah. yeah, and to add on to that, I want to just set the foundation um, that what I respect about what you do is the fact that you're teaching the safety side of it. Now, see, I, I'm cut I'm cut from a cloth. When I when I was raised, I was taught, you know, that we shouldn't carry guns. Uh, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad was a leader of a nation of millions of black people that were coming out of slavery, out of chattel slavery and, um, and things of that nature. And, you know, having a weapon, obviously carrying you can be very dangerous. So, I would just set the premise to say what I appreciate about what you do is that you're just not out here talking about, yeah, everybody get guns and shoot and all that stuff and, and just, you know, just for the sake of having a gun because, it, it, you know, although it is a tool and can be used for hunting and things mm -hmm. of that nature and also to protect yourself, it's the safety component behind it that that you focus on. So that's what I, I really appreciate about you. It and, definitely and, come first. Man. And Jabari. You know, we here in this office today because we wanted to get your insight on some of the legal things that are going on mm -hmm. uh, with, with firearms, you know, in this country. And just like from a legal perspective, what would you say are some of the common things that you deal with uh, with some of your cases uh, in regards to guns? What, uh, do you, what do you see a lot? Yeah, you typically see when somebody's charged with a, a felony, if it has anything to do with drugs or some type of violent you know, accusation, you're always mm -hmm. going to see, not always, but a lot of times you see possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. So that's one charge you see over and over and over again. What that does is it tacks on five years, you know, to whatever sentence you have. It can't merge, it can't be ran concurrent. So really it's just a ready-made way for somebody to get, you know, an additional five years whether it be in jail or on probation, and, on top of whatever else they have going And on. by commission of a crime, you mean like when you're involved in another crime and you have a firearm, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could be okay. if they're accusing you of selling drugs, they're mm-hmm. accusing you of uh, attempting to rob somebody, or you know any other forcible, violent type of crime. Mm-hmm. If you have a gun, you know, and you don't have a, a license to carry it, right. you're definitely gonna be in a double, double bad situation. Okay. Yeah. And um, just to specify for my viewers and for the viewers and subscribers, when you say, because we're in the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. when you say running, you know, those charges concurrent. Mm-hmm. And merging, can you explain what concurrent mean when you catch two charges at the same time, and what happens when it can be ran concurrent and when it's not? Sure, sure. Concurrent means combined, and you can serve the sentence at the same time. Consecutive means that if, if one sentence is a five-year sentence and the other sentence is a five-year sentence, if it were concurrent, you could serve them both at the same time and it would just be a five-year sentence. If you hear consecutive, that means they have to be separated and run one after the one after the other. So it would be five years, then another five years. So that's the difference mm-hmm. between consecutive and concurrent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and so what other type of cases do you see um, regarding uh, firearms? Sometimes you see somebody, it's, it's a misdemeanor in Georgia, thankfully, the first time you, you know, are accused of doing it, but somebody just having a gun that's concealed yeah. and not having yeah. a, a permit. Right, so, right. So what's, what's yeah. up with that? And I know you yeah. see a lot, what, you heard a lot, you got some stories you, you shared with us last time. I say, from, from my perspective and, and mm-hmm. the things that I know, this is why I came here, not just to get this exact topic, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Open carry law in the state sure. of Georgia. Before this just happened with Memphis, man. Before I'm not, I'm talking, you know, pre the law, the pre law before they just passed in mm-hmm. Memphis. I'm not talking about that that law. Was Georgia a open carry law where if that full firearm is shown, say mm-hmm. like I showed you, an outside carry holster, which means my whole entire firearm can be seen, barrel handled, it's not covered by a shirt or anything. If I'm carrying that and I'm in Kroger, if they walked up on me, do I need any type of license? I'm 21. I have ID on person. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't have a concealed carry license because I don't have a concealed gun. Mm-hmm. Can you explain if that could even be a charge and where do that fall under a felony, misdemeanor? How does that work? And have you ever even heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. And it's actually not a charge so long as you are not prohibited or banned from carrying firearms. So if you're not on probation or don't have certain convictions, it's a long gun. So you can do that with a long gun in Georgia. I mean, you can't do it with a grenade launcher. It's, you know what I'm saying? There's certain exceptions, but just like a, a, a standard rifle, long gun, you do not need a permit whatsoever as long as you're not banned from law by having it. Um, it does get tricky on government-owned property. So, of course, you can't go into a police uh, station or certain maybe um, um, any other, I can't think of any in particular school, right now, but schools, school, definitely public schools, government-owned buildings and things of that nature. You can't do it. Some churches. Um, for good reason. Yeah, and, for good and, reason. And, 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 and to get on that, and whatnot, yeah. I tell a lot of people. You need anyway. But I tell a lot of people, uh, look for that sign. Mm-hmm. I'm born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'll never forget, you know, growing up on the east side. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to my buddy. We were actually both on the same side of town. And so that's what makes it special. You can kind of relate. Mm-hmm. Um, how many park violations you get from youngest in the park after, after dark? dark? Beer, mm-hmm. open containers, smoking. Mm-hmm. When you walk into the park, they have a whole big old sign full of the little sign that you cannot do. Yeah. In the state mm-hmm. of Georgia, that sign trumps the president, literally. If it's a sign stating you cannot, and it's something that's prohibited, like mm-hmm. the firearm. Yeah. All of these places that you just named, like the courthouse, that's why there is no mistake slipping up. They're going to have a big old sign that has the gun with the do not enter sign the that has the line. If I don't know what that prohibited. is, just look up. Yeah. No firearm pro- uh, prohibited sign in the state of Georgia, and you'll see mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Um, it's basically a Beretta, uh, that's, and I know that gun. It's mm-hmm. basically a, a handgun and a no zone, and that's basically a no carrying zone no matter what. Concealed, yeah. license, you will actually get in trouble with carrying, with concealed carrying license, yeah. and still, you know, get in trouble for that. So, again, I tell people all the time, 
um, look for those signs. Um, mm -hmm. Keep your eyes open before you're walking into these public places. Uh, it's a lot of small little things on that door that yeah. you think once you're in there, you can argue these uh, rights that you have, which mm -hmm. is true, but what you don't understand is once you enter that facility and that place, it becomes private, it's theirs, and they can have their own way of conducting business, mm -hmm. and they have the right to call the police line. And, it, and it's escalated. It's still stuff that mm -hmm. hopefully you won't, you know, be charged with, um, yeah. but it can get out of And it's limitations to those rights. For example, restaurants and bars, you can, you know, carry a concealed weapon in those spots. However, if the owner, like you said, has a sign up or has a, something posted that he doesn't want people with guns in there, technically, you know, legally, you're not supposed to go in there with your concealed carry weapon. And just kind of go back a little bit, even if you um, have a, a pistol or a, a handgun, you can't open carry that unless you have a concealed carry permit. So it's a weird thing, but the concealed carry permit allows you to open carry a handgun or a pistol or a revolver. You can open carry it, you know, subject to the same limitations we just discussed. However, without that license, you can only have that firearm in your car, at your home, your residence, or your, your place of business where you work. You can have it, uh, a handgun or you know, pistol, revolver, in those situations without a permit. But if you want to open carry your handgun or rifle, or sorry, your handgun or your revolver, if you want to open carry that, you do need a concealed carry permit. You just really saved me and a lot of my friends. I want everybody to listen to what you just said, and if you didn't hear it, I'm gonna repeat it, um, because this is something that I apologize to a lot of the people that I know, and I'm gonna make a lot of phone calls, is because, again, it's weird, and, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm not gonna use the word weird. Uh, it's a loophole, it's a gap in mm -hmm. between why I need a concealed carrying license to carry something unconcealed. Yeah, yeah um, it's If I can thing. have a big old AK-47 and a 100-round drum with a shoulder mm -hmm. strapped across my chest, Right. I don't need carrying license. I didn't have to run through the ATF database for mm -hmm. that. But you wanted my fingerprints for this nine millimeter or this Correct. Pew, Pew twenty two handgun, like Correct. caliber this big. Right. It's not about that. It's more about the point of concealment. Is mm -hmm. what I always thought mm -hmm. law enforcement was scared of is the fact that we don't want them with something they can throw in a book bag. We don't want them with something that they can conceal. Mm -hmm. Right. We want them to be able to, if I can see it, mm -hmm. I know you got it, I know how to approach you, I know, you know, I know how to deal with a person mm -hmm. that has a fire, and, and they should be able to, the same way it is with us, you know, you kind of talk to a man different, but I'd calm down if you knew what he had on his hip. Not so you have to think about how law enforcement look at Correct. Do you see, kind of what he, going off of what he's saying, do you see a lot of your cases being like concealed gun, or is it like open carry type of situation when, when it comes to people and you these uh, legal legal battles? Good question. I personally have never had or handled an open carry case. Most people, okay. you know, when they come to me, it's either going to be a concealed carry situation or it's mm. going to be a situation where they're accused of using a gun mm. during a commission, you know, of a crime like we discussed earlier. Yeah. I've never seen it where somebody had a, a, a pistol outside of their, you know, dress or attire yeah. in a place of business in a officer approaches them mm -hmm. and then they find out that they don't have uh, a concealed carry permit. Okay. So I haven't seen that yet, but um doesn't mean that it, it doesn't happen or that it's not a scenario. It's that really not something happen. that, um, especially our community, it's not something that people carefully do. You mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. outside carrying, like even with my job assistant, usually it's gonna be a security guard. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of guys, I hope, that's watching this that is out there in front mm -hmm. of these clubs, man, and uh, these, club owners not telling you, you know, you thinking, I don't know, but you might have to have knowledge to know that if you're carrying mm -hmm. outside and that thigh rig and like you just said, mm -hmm. uh, um, depending on how you're carrying out there, if law enforcement pull up and, you know, you at work and you're security and, and if you got that gun on your outside thinking that, again, quote unquote, concealed carry just throws you off with, I'm not concealing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the breaking the law is carrying the concealed weapons without a license, not just carrying a weapon. Yeah, you know, it's so really it's scary, yeah. love, or yeah. or in possession of a firearm unlawfully. It's again, yeah. without us being lawyers, mm -hmm. how many times people say it's ten ways to catch a murder charge? Yeah. The people should really think about it as 
the weapon is concealable. Whether or not it's concealed right then and there, is it concealable? Meaning, can you yeah. can you is put it, it in your waist? Is it a possibility? Is it a possibility? You can this hide this gun. But yeah. even longer barrel guns, a person can have on a long coat or something mm. and still conceal it. Yeah. Yeah. That made what you broke down. Uh, like, I'm glad you broke it down in that manner because I'm, yeah. I'm still sitting over here like it's not concealed. But yeah. you can't just toss no AK-47 up under the front exactly. seat when the police pull over. And you, you might you be able can, to do it under the trench coat, but a nine millimeter or a hand. So, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we took having this conversation because I honestly believe that it's so much that most people don't do before mm -hmm. they even get a gun. You know, like I said before, I really think that most people shouldn't even carry guns or shouldn't even have guns with them before, at least if they are going to, they need to get this information. They need to learn. They need to be, you know, have the right license. Yeah, he's saying and, and that because it's coming. Yeah. It's yeah. Isn't it like that in California, uh, Massachusetts? It's, it's, like 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 it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you know, when it comes to you know, when it comes to our people, a lot of a lot of uh people who are gun owners um are getting into legal situations, you know, and they are also, you know, homicide, uh, uh, I should say suicide. Suicide as well. So it's like the mental you know, like when you say you're dealing with the with the youth, it's the it's the mentorship in terms of like the mental, you know what I mean, and, and, and the safety aspect of it and the training. You know what I mean? Because and and that and that guy that has his good things and his bad. See, I, I believe that. But the, the course, training. Yeah, like mm -hmm. me, of course, that's what I stand on. You yeah. have to have that training, and you you not even have to. It's a must, and it's not because to be a more accurate shooter. Yeah. It's the safety behind it. If right. you do not learn how guns operate, yeah, and how they work, mm -hmm. in a safely manner, you will be unsafe. That's right. like throwing a man, throwing a man on a forklift and telling him to just go unload the truck. <laughs> when he flies the back of the yeah. 18 wheeler because he didn't know how to reverse and yeah. press forward instead of for back, and same thing it happens with a with a firearm. Right. I didn't know it was loaded. Right. I, you know, I pressed this button and I dropped it, and this happened and that happened, and it's like, um, I tell my clients that mistake you can't take back. That mistake can have you right. down the road for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. or that mistake can have you. Um, living with something on your conscience that you can't live with. Yeah. Even knowing something as simple as a full metal jacket versus a hollow hollow point. How the the full metal jackets, if you if if you shoot someone in self defense, right? Somebody somebody is a threat to your life, mm -hmm. right? And you're trying to protect yourself and your loved one, and you got steel jacket. It could go through them and, and hit a house or hit hit a car or hit somebody mm -hmm. else. So the knowledge behind it, what you what you kicking? Definitely I think that, uh, hollow tips. Um, to all the firearm and the new beginners and the people that don't know, when you go into a gun shop, ammunition shop, you ask for a defense round. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't know what we're saying when we say FMJ, that is short for full metal jacket. When we say defense rounds, we're talking over 30 different type of defense rounds, but they're made in a different way where, like you just said, if mm -hmm. I shoot, it, it's going to stop. If I miss, see, this is the thing. Hitting a person is one thing and mm -hmm. going through them. But the worst thing you can do is, again, without this knowledge and training, miss your target. Mm -hmm. Go through the wall and et cetera, and then your next door neighbor. But now, even if you miss, Lord forbid, it stops in your wall. Okay. No full metal jackets in the house. No full metal jackets outside the house. Mm -hmm. Full metal jackets, ballpoint, however you want to call it, slugs in some yeah. cities. Mm -hmm. That is range ammo they're not blanks mm -hmm. they kill mm -hmm. range ammo meaning that stays in the range shot in the range left in the range yeah home defense ammo is stop powder at home loaded in every firearm at home and loaded now, in every everyday care are those full metal are, are the range ammo more expensive or cheaper than the the defense one all i'm gonna say is uh shout out to my country man you know what time it is it's <laughs> what, what, what come first right now range ammo is at uh, all time highs running you the yeah. same as yeah. nobody look at numbers. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Last time, just as, as upset you get with the gas prices, mm -hmm. you just can imagine with ammunition and anything, yeah. etc. Because mm -hmm. now it's becoming a necessity, it's mixed with a uh, 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 it's like it's trending. It's so much going on mm -hmm. with that. You got advocates like what mm -hmm. you're seeing in the gun community, and not just us as African Americans, that's race. Overall, the children is getting into it, the competition, um, I tell people all the time, the ther therapy part, I use it for therapy, mm -hmm. repeat. If I'm, yeah. now, it's not about being upset, but when you, if you want to zone in, you know how people that own motorcycles say you hop on their bike, mm -hmm. and it's a tunnel vision. 
if you're really focused and training on hitting that target and focused on operating your gun in a better manner, quicker manner to save your life, it's, it's yeah. tunnel vision. And, and you get adrenaline in your hands sweating and mm -hmm. your armpits sweat. I like that feeling. I like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a high that I get. It's mm -hmm. like jumping out of the plane. It's the adrenaline. And when I know that in the middle of the night, um, all of this that I'm doing will kick in second nature and protect my family is just mm -hmm. a double plus for me. Yeah. So what other uh, like legal questions do you think that your I definitely might have one that uh, is always an iffy um, mm -hmm. and always is a question, and I've always wanted to know. If someone breaks in your home, all right, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, this is the scenario, um, just to let it be simple, you do not have a child or infant, because mm -hmm. I know about, heard about that. There's no child under the age of two in the household. Mm -hmm. um, there's three kids in the house, your wife, boom, door get kicked in, comes up the hallway, I see a silverware, boom, I shoot. Um, it was the robber, he kicked my door in, it was forced entry. Mm -hmm. But oh my God, he don't have a weapon, okay? He don't have a knife, he don't have a crowbar, he don't have a gun. <clears throat> I just, you know, I see a man running down my hallway, my daughter's door right there, and instantly I'm just, boom. Mm -hmm. What happens if I just call 911, don't serve, I don't know what's going on. If that happens, I run in my room, consult my family, call 911, now the tape is at my house. Yeah. What is the possibility and what I didn't do correctly Mm -hmm. What was everything okay in that situation or scenario? To me, I would say everything is okay if you're asking, you know, this attorney. Somebody makes a forcible entry into your home. You don't have to ask what they have on them. It's not your job to figure out what they have on them. At that point, you are well within your rights in terms of self-defense. So even if you are charged with a homicide, I still think it's a valuable self-defense claim. And I think, you know, most folks would agree I'd, I'd rather deal with that charge than and of somebody coming into the home you know, and, in that and, situation. But see, that's that, that's that yeah. part where, again, we, we will make that decision, mm -hmm. but of course we don't want to go to prison. You know? Yeah, absolutely it, it, not. Absolutely but not. But like you were just saying, in the yeah. state of Georgia, it's a possibility that the state may want to do charges on you due to him not being armed is what I'm saying. Because yeah, when we say he's not armed, mm -hmm. even though he kicked in your door, yeah. was that deadly force? It's, for, it's a forcible about, entry. It doesn't have to now be, you're in my dwelling. Yeah, and, I, and that's what I want to learn is the dwelling force. part compared yeah. to just deadly force or, or feeling like my life in danger outside my house. The, the scrutiny for you shooting somebody in your home is going to be way lower than it is on the street. Outside. Your home right. is your castle. That goes back to like English common law way back in 1600s or whatever. So your home is your castle. So somebody comes to your castle, you can defend yourself, your family, you know, your loved ones. Easy, you know whether whether or not they had a gun or not, they made forcible entry. So at that point, pretty much you can defend yourself with deadly force. Mm -hmm. you, you don't need to wait for a gun. You don't have to see a gun. Um, if you are in that situation, I would advise to, to shoot first, ask questions later. I, you know, me personally, I no, we still I would have the right to defend yourself. I'd rather deal with the charge, but it's it's not likely that you're really going to be charged in that scenario. You don't see that happen. More often than not, it's going to be a self-defense case, and and you're you know able to to walk away from that you know yeah. no issues normally. All right. So last thing when it comes to like mm -hmm. on the home invasion, because again, it's, when I speak that, it's like that's the number one thing, especially mm -hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia, man. You know, mm -hmm. crime is crazy, and like you just said, getting caught in your car at the, at the gas station and stuff like that, depending on mm -hmm. where you are, what time, what you was doing, is different than you being in your home mm -hmm. protecting your family. So yeah. what if this guy? Same scenario, I shoot him, boom, one time. He turns around to run, boom, I shoot him again, but it happened so quick. I train, I double mm -hmm. shot, boom, boom. Hit yeah. him, he turned, I hit him. Now he has a hole in his back, he falls, he dies. Mm -hmm. When they do their autopsy, they realize he's been shot in the back. That mm -hmm. was the last shot. That ended up being the kill shot. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Because I've actually heard that yeah. you don't post to shoot nobody in the back. Yeah, and that, like that can really because mm -hmm. at that point they're not a threat no more. They're, yeah. you know. Even after that first shot, that was supposed to be the warning. Mm -hmm. But then you got a guy like me who trained them. They're not four, five, within three seconds. Because yeah. I am not trained, but I'm here to put the seven down. He how I'm drawers. He got a mm -hmm. bigger gun than me. If yeah. I miss that first two, yeah, send two up them quick. What if the first one didn't hit him? All of this is what you want to try your lawyer to explain mm -hmm. to the jury. But as a state of Georgia, what you think the prosecutors would go after one bullet to the back on accident because he turned to try to run 
I still think you're safe in terms of the defense uh, of any potential charges because you're cl you're clustering. You know what I mean. You're trying to get a lot of shots on target quickly. And who's to say that you didn't know if this guy had a gun shooting over his shoulder back at you as he's running? Which you see on him. Yeah, yeah. And so it's still the same, you know, uh, evaluation I would have of the case is that somebody forced entry into your home. You know, it's it's dark. Um, whether even if the lights were on, you still don't know this person in my home. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I don't know why you're here, but yeah. whatever the reason, it ain't it ain't it ain't happening right. in in this home. Right. And so, if he has a, a shot in his back, you may get an overzealous prosecutor who you know for whatever reason uh, wants to try to make an example. It could be who the who the defendant is. You know, let's say this happens to somebody who. Is maybe uh, like a, a rapper or somebody who in the neighborhood is accused of being a drug dealer or something like that. It could de depend on who they are as a, as a person to defend it. But in terms of the, the self-defense claim, it's there all day. I, I would, you know, feel comfortable. I know the client would not, but I'm comfortable taking that case before a jury every time if I have to. And, and my number one question lasts for a minute. We can get back into it. Would, mm -hmm. Every situation is different. Mm -hmm. But what you need to be ready to put to the side for uh, uh, unlawful homicide or any type of prosecution when it comes to it could have been um, unjust shooting. Yeah. Again, we're not going to say murder because there's so many ways. So we're not going to take mm -hmm. it there. But um, using a firearm unlawfully, mm -hmm. you know, you thought you was in danger, you shot at this man. Yeah. These, when it comes to gun charges, mm -hmm. um, especially after shooting, which mm -hmm. means you didn't shot the gun, it's been fired. What are you looking at when it comes to fighting a case, a gun case, a yeah. gun charge? You know, when it comes to just, and we're talking basics, not yeah, even yeah. an actual shooting with somebody who was hurt, but mm -hmm. a gun situation. Sure, if a gun is fired at somebody and they're not hit, you could be looking at a retainer easily 10,000 or more. Somebody is shot, you know, it could be a little more expensive. If you got a murder, you could be looking at a, a retainer of $25,000, 50000 100000 depending on the attorney and, and what he or she feels, you know, is their appropriate rate based on their, you know, past results and their track record and, and, and all of that. Um, so, yeah, I would say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you lay off a gun yeah. and, and you're like, that's an, an aggravated assault charge. If you shoot right. at somebody and you don't hit them, you know, it could be at least, you know, $10,000. You, you yeah. might find somebody do it for significantly more, maybe a little less, but that's right. probably ballpark area of what you're looking to spend. Um, so, have a cool yeah. 50000 ready. That's why yeah. bottom line, yeah. if, least, bottom you know, line if you're going to fire a, a weapon for self-defense, it better be self-defense because, yes. you know, a lot of people, they yeah. don't have no faith, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, a gun is a tool, know. but having faith and not being afraid. Because look at the police officers. Mm -hmm. Look how they're, uh, not all of them, but look at some of these cases where they, they firing out of fear. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the person don't even have a weapon and yeah. they just, I fear for my life and they just shoot. And so, like, that's that reactive mindset, you know. So we operating in fear all the time. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people need to put their faith in God. They need to have more have more spiritual spirituality and 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 just don't just reach for the gun just because you got one but make mm -hmm. sure that it's literally because you feel like your life is threatened yeah and it shouldn't be like we talked about before like a lot of these cases where uh where it, it, it the, the, it'll be like more than 15 yeah. feet how hard to prove that mm -hmm. is uh, and yeah, and, uh, self defense and just to kind of tie that tie the law into that it has to be Let's say you're on the streets and you're not in your home and yeah. it's a situation where you end up shooting somebody because it was a self-defense case. It has to be two things. You mm -hmm. had to, you know, for one, honestly believe that this person was a threat to your life right then and there. You had to honestly right. believe that. And then it also has to be reasonable, which is objective, meaning some other reasonable person placed in that mm -hmm. situation in your shoes would have also felt yeah, like this like, person was danger dangerous or a threat to their life and you have to use the force necessary to get the threat off of you so if somebody is is threatening to to push you or slap you mm -hmm. you can't you know shoot them now if somebody has a gun or, or a knife or even you know maybe a baseball bat or a crowbar that could be a threat to your life 
and they're you know charging you. Yeah. And now, now that so, judgment about what a reasonable person would mm-hmm. do, that decision is made by the jury. So the finder of fact. Okay. The finder of fact. It's supposed, it's going to either be the the jury in nine mm-hmm. out of ten cases, or if you have a, a judge, a bench trial, it's going to be the judge. Yeah. Usually it is the jury, and, and they're the ones who determine whether or not it was reasonable for you to yeah. buy that. Now. Yeah. To switch it up too as well, I want to. I, I I'm curious about domestic mm-hmm. situations Good question. Uh, and how that impacts people from being able to get firearms. You may have some. Uh, I definitely have two mm-hmm. um, that is often asked of me of uh, of our peers and especially people of our age that mm-hmm. you know was a knucklehead back in the day called a charge. Sure. Um, first offenders in the state of Georgia. Okay. They got a felony back when they were 16, 17, 18. We're gonna mm-hmm. say 17, 18 because they're no longer minors. So they caught this felony as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the felony is, drug, whatever is one felony. If they use their first offenders, are they able to carry and go get their license? And after they're done doing their sentence, which meaning they completed their probation, mm-hmm. everything was correct, they didn't have anybody, like, like everything mm-hmm. was sweet. They got mm-hmm. probation at 17, did great, got off of it. Now they're 26, again, not knowing, never went and attempted to mm-hmm. get a gun or get his license. Do they have a chance as first offender convicted felons? Do they have a chance to get their firearm? Yes, they do. It's, uh, it's limited circumstances where that individual would not be able to do it, but most drug cases, um, especially if you for whatever reason, took a, a first offender for a misdemeanor, definitely those, but even drug convictions, as long as it's first offender, because it's not a conviction. Your, your treatment is first offender treatment. So as long as you successfully complete it, um, typically you're able to get, you know, that. Plead to them that, again. Yeah. The key word is successfully Successfully what? completed okay. the, the Completed me finished. Yeah. <laughs> Successfully, <laughs> yeah. I started because a lot of guys miss. You know, now, during, like, during no, while while you're on that first no, probation, you, you, you're yeah. kind of under, you're kind of incarcerated on the probation. You are. You're, you're serving actually, a sentence. You're serving a sentence on the outside of correct jail, outside of prison. Hundred percent. Um, and another thing is the guys that's getting into it with their old ladies mm-hmm. or the late old ladies that's getting into it with their guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. Talk on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the County, man, you know, they known for it back in our era. When they yeah. pull up, they don't care. Y'all could be kissing and smooching. You mm-hmm. know, everything's made up. Y'all mm-hmm. y'all on good terms. But they pull up and say somebody got to go. Yeah. Which means that we're not going to leave y'all in this household together. Y'all mm-hmm. called us off the muscle when that phone call is called. That's domestic violence. If you have a mm-hmm. child in the house, that's cruelty to children. Mm-hmm. Okay? Those two things right there. Misdemeanors now, and that's key the key word. No felonies, misdemeanors. They go to jail, they get out, boom. What happens to them when it comes to getting? A yeah, uh, two things. E- even if you don't get a conviction, there can be some some stuff that happens before that where you could be prevented from getting or owning or possessing a gun. One of them could be bond conditions. Let's say you get arrested on a domestic violence case, battery with a girlfriend or spouse. When the judge releases you, assuming you get a bond, one of the conditions that they may put on you is that you cannot own, possess, or be around any firearms. That's one thing. And along those same lines, let's say that the the female takes the male to court to get a temporary protective order. The judge judge in that case can say, (laughs) as part of your TPO for this you know, six month period or year long period, you can't own or possess a gun because it's domestic violence. And um, after that, let's say if you beat it, great. Um, you know, depending on the circumstances, I'm not advocating anybody. You know, beating up anybody. But if you if you beat it, that's one thing. Um, however, if you do get a conviction, anything with domestic violence, you are federally banned. I mean, in all 50 states, the federal government is saying because you have a domestic violence charge, you cannot have a gun. Um, with the exception of a simple battery, then you can still, you know, if, even though it's domestic violence, anything above a simple battery, domestic violence, federally you cannot possess a gun. Even though in the state of Georgia, you can on the first domestic violence conviction. So it's kind of this weird thing where it, it may not come up because even if you're and catching new charges. Too now, not yeah. just yeah. women can call every day. Yeah, I'm not just because you've been. Mm-hmm. Your name is in the system for yeah. this situation, that situation, mm-hmm. but they only 
go off of convictions. Yeah, and that's um, either a that plea or a, a jury trial that ends in a guilty verdict. Yeah, so mm-hmm. even with that afterwards, so you get the one in Georgia, let's say you get a domestic violence battery conviction in Georgia, you can still possess a gun mm-hmm. under Georgia law, but you cannot under federal law. So it's really like you kind of rolling the dice. Well, if I get picked up in, you know, Clayton County or Gwinnett County or DeKalb or wherever in Georgia, I'm not breaking Georgia law, even mm-hmm. though I have this gun and this, what's you call it, but they mm-hmm. could pick up and you, you'll see the feds pick up these cases really when they want guys who are accused of gang or criminal activity together to snitch on each other. Because it's an easy fed case to put on somebody, you know, oh, okay, we caught you with a gun, you got a domestic violence case, right. we're going to bring a fed case against you. It's scary, right. it's a fed case, they get that guy to roll on everybody else. But outside of that, the only time you really see that charge, you know, that federal charge is usually with something else. Somebody got caught with mm-hmm. a bunch of dope. Somebody got caught with a bunch of, you know, some illegal contraband. And they so basically not the average know. father and, and like you said, because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. an advocate for the average, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I tell folks, this is not to just protect yourself, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, a lot of them guys is out there to play offense, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, we're on the other side of the protection yeah. and the safety and the knowledge that's going to not just the safety behind keeping the gun safety, but the yeah. safety behind your own life when it mm-hmm. comes to these laws and regulations, man, it's, it's, it's deep. Because, of course, we all stand on, I got the right to protect my mm-hmm. life and my, my children's life. But uh, to just be ready to go do a 10-year to 25-year bid, um, and it could be manslaughter, it could be anything due to the feet. And I'm going to ask you that. Uh, mm-hmm. In the state of Georgia, is this a stand-your-ground law state? It is, it is. Um, but before I go to that, I want to follow up um, with the DV. Um, second domestic violence conviction, not only is it a felony, but then in the state of Georgia, you mm-hmm. will be banned from firearms. Okay. So that, that's that. But yeah, Georgia is a, a stand your ground case. We all got familiarized with that. Of course, you know, oh, I think yeah. that was 2012-ish with Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. So yeah, basically, uh, let's say you, you know, as that reasonable person, feel like your life is being threatened. Um, or the life of somebody with you. You can defend somebody else's life as if it was your own. If you feel like your life or a loved one or somebody you're with, their life is in danger, and then the fact finder would agree that it was reasonable, whatever those circumstances, you know, however they present themselves, it was reasonable. Um, at that point, you do not have to run. So let's say you're at, at a, a mall parking lot and somebody uh, hits your car, you hit their <coughs> car, and they want to fight talk crazy and gets into a real heated argument and they right. go for a gun right you can still carry you know you know have yours on you you weren't intending to shoot anybody obviously but in that situation in the parking lot you pull your gun you know they, they let off a round or two and, and you let off a round or two and you shoot them dead at that point it's not like other states I can't think of any right now but in Georgia you didn't have to run or, or give this person you know uh, a chance for a safe quarter. Once the threat presents itself, you can meet it with equal or greater force or enough force to stop the threat. So, you know, is is that two or three shots? Sure. I, you know, you might not want to empty the clip, you know what I'm saying? And magazine. Uh-uh. Like yeah. the phone magazine. We're going to empty the what? Hold on, y'all. Well, <laughs> that's, not, that's not the right technical term? Yeah, we're going to Protect our lives, but um, 
addiction to pull mm-hmm. with me being trained and I get the quick draw of McGraw because I'm Clint Eastwood, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Uh, and I basically win the draw. He never got a chance to let off a shot. My life was considered still that dangerous mentally. Like you just said, it's your yeah, choice. Yeah. And with that still falling to self-defense due to him not sh- shooting, but I obviously seen the gun he went for, he pulled, and I basically did him like the police do. Absolutely. Anybody else who's trying to protect Absolutely, you can still claim um, self-defense. A lot of times the, the prosecutors will try to make it seem as if you have to see a gun or it has to be right there in your face, but it's not the law. The law says, was it reasonable? And did you honestly believe? Honest is the, the part that's subjective to you. What's objective is that he's, he's saying he was going to shoot you or he's making threats to you. He's going into his car. He's reaching. These are all things that anybody in that situation mm-hmm. could, you know, easily perceive as a, being a threat to their, their life. Right. Even if, you know, somebody might feel like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm big and bad. I don't care what you do. I'm not afraid. You ain't going to do nothing to me. You can't, you know, you can't kill me or you're not going to do nothing to me. That's subjective. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's that person. Right. Um, but yeah, it's really just up to the average. To that. Yeah. The, the, you can think of it as the normal mind. What's really the soccer mom and the yeah. soccer dad, yeah. how that shit go. If this happened, would they think that, exactly. like I said, nobody who's hip with crime, nobody mm-hmm. who understands gun and, and can look at a person and just know that they're harmed. You can't look at a person, you they smile. You know, it's, right. they will walk in and smile. So it's not like it's ski masks. Mm-hmm. Right. It's things that automatically would tell you that, oh, I should get ready yeah um sometimes it's a literally oh i bumped into him at the club mm-hmm. he he high on whatever he remember this two hours ago i'm mm-hmm. walking to my car mm-hmm. he just want to start something and it's like hey man boom yeah. and it's due to him just walk to his car oh, i got something for you i hate that please don't do that instead of georgia mm-hmm. and that's threats like that's definitely um, a threat i got something I wouldn't, for you exactly yeah. i wouldn't of course yeah. i'll kill you as a threat but yeah. Depending on where you are and what state you're in, they are uh, ebonic, if what I would say, mm-hmm. type or slogans that's threats, you know. Yeah. This right here, they're starting to try to, you know, ban mm-hmm. that with law enforcement with yeah. just a hand gesture. If a man just do this or do this, yeah. that's, he didn't say anything, so did he technically threaten you? If you, people say, did he say anything? No, I mean, right. he had a gesture. Yeah. But it's just yeah. like saying, you know, you did. Yeah, you know what I mean? I now, got something for you. Would it be reasonable? Would a reasonable person, after being threatened, I wouldn't shoot a man. Say, I mean, I wouldn't take that decision. If somebody say, decision. you know what I mean? Give I me got something for you. Step out one mm-hmm. second, real quick. Man, excuse me, y'all. Y'all tune in with the fellows. If somebody say, I got something for you, mm-hmm. and then they walk off to their car, walk off to their car, is it is it reasonable to, is it more reasonable to walk away or to leave? That that would be the whole And is that the stand your ground thing? Exactly. Okay. That, that would be the whole stand your ground thing. Stand your ground would say that you have to basically uh you have a duty to retreat. So you in order to avoid shooting somebody you have to first see if you can exit the situation. So in a in a state where you have a duty to retreat, if somebody's saying, you know, I'm gonna go to the car or I'll be right back or I got something for your ass or you know, anything like that, making right. threats and they're going to the car or they're going to their waistband and the duty to retreat state, you would, you know, be required to, okay, let me go to my car, let me leave the situation and maybe this guy cooled off, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. In Georgia, you know, it's a it's a, a public area, whether it's a store or a parking lot, there's there's no duty to retreat. You can stand mm-hmm. right there and you can do a number of things. You can wait to see what they pull out. You can yeah. you can shoot if you feel like your life is in, in danger and you know a reasonable person would also feel the same way. Um, or you can do nothing. You know, I don't, I don't advise doing nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, those you know things are all available to you. Um, I think I might have locked the door. So I'm not sure if they wanna. Um, I'll be right back. Yeah, just uh, click that thing on the, in the middle of the door to make sure it's unlocked. Okay. Yeah, we were just going over the differences between duty to retreat and stand your ground and, you know, take the example where the guy's in the parking lot, if he makes a threat and he looks like he's going into the car in a duty to retreat state, they would law will require you would require you to try and walk away, defuse the situation. He's okay, we're at the uh, you know, at the exit and he's saying he's going to his car that's, you know, fifty feet away. It's a duty to retreat state. 
I'm going I'm supposed to, you know, try and walk away and avoid it and give him a chance to, you know, kind of just, you know, relax. In Georgia, I was telling Bashir, you can you can do a number of things. You can wait to see what he does. You can, you know, if you feel threatened and it's reasonable that your life is in danger, you can you can shoot if he's yeah. you know reaching, or you can you can do nothing. But you you have no duty to exit the situation. There, there's there's none of that in Georgia and other states that go by the the standard ground. Okay, I gotta ask y'all a serious question though. Just. Without the law, just as a as a, as a human being, as a person, I know we got a right mm -hmm. to stand the ground, mm -hmm. and that makes sense to me. But I'm saying logically, if let's say you didn't have you didn't have a, a firearm, you didn't have nothing, and somebody was threatening you, mm -hmm. you said you had a club somewhere or something, you had a quick little altercation, and you know what I mean, it was like man, when I see you again, like it's home, mm -hmm. like you know what I mean, I'll be mm -hmm. right back. Yeah. Although you can stand the ground. If you said to yourself, you know what, this man right here is somebody that's lost, somebody that don't have a knowledge of self, somebody mm -hmm. that's ignorant, somebody that's high, who knows what dope even he was on, he out of his mind. Mm -hmm. Even though you could stand your ground, would it make sense to to for you to remove yourself from that situation if you could? Because I know there's some circumstances where you absolutely gotta stand your ground. Maybe you somewhere you mm -hmm. ain't really, you can't really move nowhere. You with your family. Yeah. You gonna stand your ground. And you ain't mm -hmm. got no choice. You gonna have to fight. But in certain situations that you can defuse without have without using your firearm, if you don't have to, it's kind of like as men. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Our pride, our ego. Like nigga, you ain't gonna run me off nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I got something for you. Like come back. Like you know what I mean? But then also at the same time that that elevated civilized type of thinking mm -hmm. when you like, you know what? It ain't even worth it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go over here. I'm just gonna avoid this person. Yeah. And then if that person do come back, you know what I mean? Oh, so I just go first just, time? Yeah, I just want y'all to just starting off man, I definitely don't condone violence. And, and right. all of that is a violent uh act. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? No matter if it's self defense or not, you didn't did mm -hmm. something violently to defend yourself. Okay. Right. Um mm -hmm. always make that your last resort. Uh that's what we fail that's to right. realize is that you know, we can assume a lot of things. There's so many things, so many factors that can boil into the reason why this man should be able to go home to his family and this man should be able to go home to his family. Right. Uh, for one, is it that serious? Nine times out of 10, you a lawyer. Mm -hmm. When you hear that type of goddamn on cases, you be like, bro, you just yeah. caught a murder charge over this? You shot this man because he spit by your car? Uh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You got guys that Alcohol, drugs, emotions, man. I'm sorry, y'all. Shout out, man. If you if you having any type of problems or whatever, man, emotionally, go fix it. You see what I'm saying? I, I just feel like it's 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 a yeah. pride thing, and it's not yeah. just pride as you mm -hmm. can't control your emotions, so you, now you don't have no self control. So therefore, you done made a quick decision that not may cost you your life. That man or that lady, if she's gone, they're gone. Right. Um, you got you got to be able to live on That's what right. you did. So definitely. When I say last resort, if it's fighting, if it's pushing, if it's talking, if it's running sometimes. Um, not to say if you somebody shooting at you, of course don't run. But if it takes you to be the right. bigger man to, you know, like you just said, if leave you a situation. If you can, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to my OG, Triple OG, that be coming up to the shop, man. He, he come up there and shoot with me. An uh, old head, he always told me, as uh, young black men, we're very smart. We need to start learning how to use this. Mm -hmm. I know we... We was taught to use this and that, them same hands, now they're picking up firearms, but nobody right. using they, 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 excuse my French, they, they, they fucking head. It's mm -hmm. like, right. you know, I watch so many folks be like, man, that ain't me. How many times you seen that kill or that, that, that person that did something, you like, bro, that, that, that's just not him. Mm -hmm. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know he really made a split decision he did in his life. life. And, it, yeah, and right. it, it's tragic on both ends. Don't let that's nobody right. think it's cool to take somebody's life, man, don't never think. It's something to be uh, proud about. Again, yeah. you can be proud about saving your life, but only God knows. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you're going to have to deal with self-wise. So again, be think a protector. before mm -hmm. you pull, think before you shoot. Uh, really observe the situation, what's being said. All of this is going to help you in your case anyway if you do take right. a shot. Observe. <laughs> Find out who was around, who was, what was really said. A lot of times, man, in arguments, you get a lot of things said mixed up. We were talking earlier about, and, and this kind of goes into, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the, like versus the DUI, like the drinking limit, the limit that you can have when you're driving versus when you, when yeah. you have, yeah. yeah. 0.2, 0.3, like. 
You can't basically don't do it. You know, right. and this is, it, this it, is because it deals with your decision making. Yeah. Not from a lawyer, not even from a lawyer. From like we took that out of it. Yeah. From your perspective, especially with you having so much that you didn't heard and seen, mm -hmm. you probably have a different. But what do you? How do you feel? In terms of mixing alcohol with concealed carry? No, nah, just the whole what decision, what should really trump oh, yeah. that, that, ooh, I need to, not ooh, but, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to pull this trigger. I got to yeah. defend myself in that manner where mm -hmm. I may take another person's life. Because I shoot the kill, so I yeah. don't shoot them. I don't, because you don't. Because you, you, you got to shoot back. Stop in the threat. Well, what, um, you shot me, you shoot me, back. Right. Me personally. No, I'm not going to do that or a body yeah. shot. Two to the chest, one to the other. That's the special force. That's the special force. Yeah, yeah. Just in case I miss it, it's just in case. But all of my kill shots, that's why you shoot. That's them having a firearm trying to shoot you. It's a personal choice to me, and I personally choose to walk away if possible. You know what I mean? I'm not going to turn my back on somebody who just threatened to kill me, but I value both of our lives more than whatever this is about. You know, most times, if you're savvy enough and you kind of see where a confrontation is going, you can usually stop it before it gets there. It's like coming up on an accident on the freeway. If you're driving, you know, at a reasonable speed, you can kind of see it in time and slow yeah. down and avoid being the right. the fifth or the sixth car to, right. to, to you know, you've seen that five mm -hmm. or six car, that, that boom, 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 boom. Like, how did the one in the back? I know the first two, the you know, but the, so yeah. You usually avoid it if you're savvy enough, but sometimes if it's right there, you know, and you got to go, you got to go. But I, w right. I would try and avoid it just because, you know, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that, you know, homicide on my conscience yeah. if I could avoid it. But sometimes yeah. you may not be able to. And then there's the, the practical, you know, uh, consequences of it. Like we talked about what it costs, you know, to retain a lawyer. Right. Will you be charged? You know, think about also maybe your reputation in the community. That affects your whole you family, know? man. Your yeah, mom, yeah, your yeah. Kids. yeah. Like, watch it. Absolutely. We got to really so, understand that our decisions of yes, hundreds yes. affects whole families, though. So just right. make sure it's side. worth it. It does. Everybody got to Make sure it's worth it you know. if you pull that trigger. That's right. And it's worth staying alive. Don't get me twisted, y'all. We're not saying don't defend yourself because you have a right to them. We're not yeah. saying, you know, uh, just sit around and just run from confrontation. Mm -hmm. right. Again, stand your ground. That's what we were speaking on. Right. But yeah. that, that's what's so powerful about all of this. We got we got the legal perspective, mm -hmm. right? We got the the mentor, the training, and make sure you yeah. know what you're doing. You know what I mean? And this all this whole this whole culmination of what we with this information that we kicking is so that way those that do have firearms they got the resources. If you here in Atlanta, you know you can come holla at Jabari Jabari A. Jones uh, Jabari A. Jones Law. You know, come holla at your your your, your firearm friend, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> man, like Sound I said, with, mentorship, you know? you know, it's not just the youth. Uh, it's for everybody. Uh, I'm just not learning at the age that I'm at now mm -hmm. that I've always needed a mentor, a life coach. You always um, do. You always so will. So when it comes yeah. to certain things, um, if you're going to be a firearm owner, I'm your mentor. And that's why the whole firearm friend, man, is a... Uh, Bringing people into an environment right. so they don't feel uncomfortable, they're getting this knowledge, they're getting, mm -hmm. you know, free game, man. I'm from Atlanta, you know, uh, we're just people persons and, and we grow up with the hospitality and I want people to be able to be comfortable in their house and be safe and understand that it's okay to be gun owners, it's okay mm -hmm. to uh, show our kids the safety and the techniques behind not protecting themselves, but being around guns in a safe manner, the worst thing we can do is so worried about our household. What what's gonna happen when your child go over, you know, his friend's house and his yeah. daddy owns seventeen guns and again his son has the knowledge mm -hmm. and your son lacks it. So he didn't pick up one of his guns and made the mistake. Don't let that happen because uh these kids are very smart, you know, uh, us as humans, we have evolved y'all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's stop playing dumb. You mm -hmm. know, when it comes down to it, man, if you get and again this is for the people that is out here toting and carrying and got their gun on their nightstand right now. If you got your gun out, man, check your safety right now. You see what I'm saying? It's just, mm -hmm. when the last time you checked your firearm, yeah. be on top of it. If this is going to be something Clean it out. Make sure tell people, prepared. but it's a lifestyle. Yeah. This is not something you just get a part of. This is not something that, it's not an outfit. It's not something that's right. trendy. Mm -hmm. And it kind of get me passionate about it because this, it's nothing to play with. You know, it's fun, right. but it ain't nothing to play with, man. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, everything that y'all heard today, uh, y'all please go ahead and subscribe to that channel, man. Y'all gonna have a lot of more of this going. Um, each one, teach one, and believe me, Jabbar definitely just reach one. You know what I mean? Even when it came to me, it's some information that I learned today. 
that uh, I was kind of wishy-washy with, mm -hmm. and, and you make yeah. it more concrete. You're somebody that I'm definitely gonna keep personal. You For see sure, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and right. sure. I want to always, you know, keep yeah. that knowledge because gun laws change every day. Right. See this this type of window. It's nothing that you know. The mirror change. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, the person in the mirror changes. Uh, mm -hmm. is a, they change laws weekly in some counties. Whenever they feel like it, they're they supposed like to do states. it. And we got county yeah. laws, state laws, and federal law. Mm -hmm. So we just scratched the surface today, man. I really didn't want to go too much into it, but just to let the people hear you, man. And again, if y'all need anything down here in Atlanta, man, you need a defense lawyer. He told you where it's at, man. Once my dog get everything together, man, y'all come out here to Jabari. Mr. Jones, man, to come down here and get you some real deal information on helping you with whatever issue, whatever problem you have. We don't have to go in debt, but definitely uh, I'll be having this information. I'm going to drop it down, man. Y'all give him a call, you know, email, whatever, okay? That's He's right. definitely a good dude, good advice, man. I can tell you that, you know, we didn't get in debt, but he definitely got the knowledge, man, and I appreciate you Much spending respect. time bringing yeah. us here to your house, you know, nice office, the ambiance. And again, yes, sir. Give a big shout another, out to our another episode on financial frenemies, you know. Absolutely. This is this is powerful. So we're going and I I want to say one last thing for those that are not gun owners, please, please, if you're thinking about getting a firearm, make sure that you take this information that you receive and do it the right way. Get the training. You know what I mean? Check with this and make sure you you good here mentally. If you're going through something. Don't just rush and get a firearm. Make sure you mm -hmm. get your, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Get your mind right, your spirituality. Try to try to tune in, check in with the God, you know, and you know, and 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 let that be the first reach before you, you know, use your emotion to just go and do something that you know is not right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So and then get that training. If you are going to get one for those that already got their mind made up, do you know what I mean? Do it the right way. That's right. Jabari, thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Sure Much respect to both of y'all, man. Thanks mm -hmm. for bringing me on. I'm going to grab a couple of your cards, too. Yeah. Right. I got a couple homies already like, hey, man, you going well? Oh yeah, man, I'm going to, like you said, because it's so much we don't know, man. It's you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I don't know everything, you know no, what I mean? Man, so you know, you have your opinions, but yeah. you, you know more than that. Same way it is with Correct. me. I'm not no expert. I'm not, what I tell you all the time, but I know, I'm not going to say I know more than you, but I know more than that. Yeah, when it comes to firearms and how to operate them. So mm -hmm. we never holler experts. We always teach us. So for you to be able to be a teacher, you got to be a learner. So Amen. Um, my lad quote, man, each one teach one. <laughs> you got to, but you got to learn how to learn. Like, see, reach see, one, teach one, but you, you got, got to reach one. one. <laughs> and also, like, you got to learn how to learn. Yeah. You got to learn how to listen. So just being a student is not always, you know, that's for the guys that just signed up thinking that they're just going to automatically pass the class. So it's not always about being a student. It's about being a listener. It's about being a learner um, and getting the real L's in life. And them three that I just named is very important. That's learning and listening, man. So definitely I know my uh, viewers and uh, all my, not even fans, man, my, my partners, my Padres definitely enjoyed just the kickback. And, again, I appreciate your uh, platform by sure You got me stepping out. Meeting new people, yeah, man, yeah. rubbing new shoulders. This connection was literally because of you. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I definitely want to give a big shout out to you. And uh, definitely, hey, they're going to keep it going, bro. They're going to love it. They're going to love it. I thought about, see, Jabari was on, on a podcast. I had him on a podcast, and we, we, mm -hmm. we had a good talk. And then I had you on the podcast, and I, I was like, wait a minute. I said, with this topic, Together, mm -hmm. and I start thinking about the value that the audience will get out of it, mm -hmm. and I realize how much it will benefit everybody, yeah. and that's like a I look at it like a win-win-win. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, I'm hoping that you get more clients coming in. You, your clients is like, wow, he he me with attorneys now. Man, like, he's trying to pay. He's trying to get these views. Yeah, look, man. man, you know what I mean. We giving routes, man.
Zoom, man. We can do some online, like I was telling you before, so these people can really get the visual, mm -hmm. man. And same thing right. with you. Whatever information that you just gave, man, we really appreciate it. You know what I mean? This platform no gives problem, us man. the value to be able to push yeah, towards thousands. To yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hit a lot of people with that. Atlanta, Georgia, if you're outside this state, y'all, please do not take a lot of that information. This man is in Georgia. Yeah, license in Georgia. Out. This is for Georgia yeah. only. And, and like you said, it's very different in a lot of states. So be careful in this two-way gun community, y'all. Y'all stay strapped. Keep it on your 365, man. And that's every day. I'm not just talking about that pistol. Go get them license, man. Keep it on you just like you do your driver license, man.